Hey guys, this is Mindcast with your host, Kevin Seaman, where we talk about what's going on in your head. Hi, this is Kevin Seaman. Welcome to this episode of Mindcast. The topic for this Mindcast is reframe your reality. In this Mindcast, I'm going to show you how you can use a technique called reframing to change the meaning you have about a thing, a situation, or an event. By changing your frame of reference, you may hold in your mind about it. By using reframing, you can change how you feel about this thing and your gut response when this arises in your day-to-day life. Why is this valuable? I'll show you why. What is reframing? Reframing is using our ability to change our frame of reference to any given situation or experience. Our emotions are dramatically affected by the meaning we give to our experiences. And the meaning we give to any experience is shaped by the lens or filter reference through which we perceive it. What we say and how we say it has a tremendous influence subconsciously in our determination and perception of the events in our life. I have a friend who knows I'm a coach, and he said something to me that made me think just how influential our choice of words and phrases can be towards our perspective. Dude, I have got to get to the gym. I have a really hard time motivating myself. I've been putting it off for weeks, and I just can't make any more excuses. I have got to get my ass to the gym. I really have to. As I reflected on this statement and the message it projected, I said, Joe, maybe you just need to change I have to go to the gym to I get to go to the gym. Joe stared at me with disbelief, and he said, Oh, my God, you're right. I'm acting like it's a dirty job that I have to do, not something that I love. There was no doubt in my mind as to why he had a hard time motivating himself. His words created a negative frame of reference in relation to how he perceived himself in reference to going to the gym. After he realized that and changed his words, he reframed what the gym was beginning to become or mean to him. What was once fun for him was becoming seen as a chore. After he reframed his image of the act of going to the gym by changing his words, he tapped into what it used to mean to him as a fun activity. To understand more about how to use reframing, consider the following scenario. Have you ever noticed how the same thing can happen to three or more different people, yet affect them all differently? If, for example, we're faced with a challenge such as being late for something important, like an important meeting or appointment, then suddenly having car trouble. To one person, this may be difficult to handle. Their self-communication may go something like this. Why does this always happen to me? What a piece of junk! Why did I buy this stupid thing in the first place? Screw that guy. I never should have let him talk me into this meeting in the first place. I can't believe this bullshit. Nothing ever goes right. Damn it. I've had it. 
an extremely negative and very self-convincing internal dialogue. Even worse, this person will continue to mull it over in his mind, reliving it for a good part of the day. On top of that, he'll probably tell everyone how upset he is, allowing this minor setback to control his focus, mood, and productivity for the rest of the day, and possibly affecting his entire week. Does this seem familiar to you? The way you interpret events to yourself determines your emotional responses to those events. Do you know anyone like this? Some of us tend to blame other people or things when our expectations aren't met. This type of blaming shifts the responsibility somewhere else. The problem with shifting the blame is it makes you feel powerless over your life since it's contingent on the actions and behavior of others or conditions which you can't control. Now, another person may have exactly the same thing happen, yet experiences the same event in a very different way. As they reflect on their problem, they may talk to themselves something like this. Oh, shoot. Now what am I going to do? I probably should have given myself more time. This is embarrassing. I'll never make it on time now. I really blew it. I'm such a loser. His thoughts are not quite as angry, although very negative and conclusively self-defeating. Now, stop and think about these two approaches. When they ask negative questions, their minds search for negative answers. Like them, many of us are guilty of focusing most of our thoughts on our problem and only a minor amount, if any, on solutions. Both of these individuals focus so adamantly on their problem that it overwhelmed any possibility for a solution. When you stop blaming yourself and others, you begin to gain a better sense of control over your problem. All right, now let's look at the same situation from a more solution-oriented approach. Uh-oh, something's wrong with the car. Hmm, I got plenty of gas. I better take a look under the hood. Well, I can't really see anything obvious. Uh, I think I'll leave a note on the windshield and, and give them a call about the meeting. Maybe we can reschedule the appointment. Hi, John. I'm on my way. However, I ran into a little problem. My car's not cooperating. Can we reschedule? Huh, really? Great. Tomorrow the same time? All right. See you then. Thanks, John. What a difference between the last approach and the first two thought patterns. Did you know that the quality of your life is a direct result of the quality of your communication? both internally with yourself and externally with others? You see, uh, in life, it's not what happens to us, but how we interpret it that gives it meaning. The first two responses to the event were expressed differently, but both people responded from the context or frame of reference as victims of their challenge. However, the third individual recognized the challenge and immediately shifted his response to focus on resolving it. There's a very powerful passage written in an article by psychologist Rollo May that goes like this. 
between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. Actually, it's not life, but how you represent life that determines the way you feel. We don't experience reality. We experience our representation of reality. So just how do we represent our thoughts? Well, we represent our thoughts through the words we use. In fact, one of the most powerful principles of controlling our attitude is by controlling our thoughts through the words we use. For example, is it a catastrophe or a problem? Is it a disaster or a challenge? Bad luck or just a little snag? When you seek to de-amplify your problem, you will find it easier to take control of that problem and work towards a solution. Many times, we will dwell on the problem, becoming problem-focused, and want it to go away or go back to the way it was. This is not reality-based thinking. Once we are convinced something has changed and cannot be reversed, it is a great opportunity to see what solutions we can use for a different outcome by becoming solution-oriented and finding our connected opportunities. Although we have little control over the stress we face in our lives, what we can control is how well we respond to these problems. We realize we can limit our risk factors, but we cannot control how or when we may be challenged. We can, however, control how we respond. Remember, that's one of the three things we actually can control in our life. I discussed this in my first Mindcast. People who are highly skilled at problem solving possess the ability to respond quickly and effectively when faced with a challenge or a problem. They demonstrate high levels of response ability on a daily basis. Now, contrast this with some people's inability to control their emotional responses Often people start with the belief that they are victims and that things are beyond their control. People who feel this way are said to operate from an external locus of control. They feel that their lives are controlled by their environment, their bosses, the government, and other controlling forces outside of themselves. They want others to change. They want the world to change but they themselves don't want to change. They have become slaves to their own behavior. On the other hand, people who feel that they are in control of their lives take control. They believe that if they are to succeed, it is up to them to make it happen. These individuals possess an internal locus of control. They take full responsibility for their actions or inaction, People with an internal locus of control tend to be low-stress, high-performance personalities. The bottom line is, you feel good about yourself to the degree that you feel that you are in control of your own life. And research has shown that a sense of control is absolutely essential in order for you to perform at your best. This is a core belief of the program I developed called The Winning Mindset. 
How then can you reframe a situation? Easy. All you have to do is ask different questions. Here are a few possibilities. How can this be seen in a positive way? How can I use this constructively? What is actually good about this and that I may be overlooking? In what ways does this get me closer to my goal? What did I learn from this that I could use in the future? What did I learn about myself? What do I need to do more of? How will this experience make me better? Always look at what you have left. Never look at what you have lost. Robert Schuller. It's all about perspective. What you say to yourself and others, in other words, the quality of your internal and external communication, has a lot to do with your representation of any given event. We have seen athletes lose, fail a shot, make an error or perform poorly, and talk about the event or beat themselves up for days. For some, it could change the direction of their career. Now think about it. If something bad happens to you, do you review it in your mind over and over, talking to other people and telling them how awful it was? So I have a question for you. Did you experience this event once or over and over? (laughs) Wasn't once enough? Now remember, your subconscious thought process has a little distinction between thinking about something and the actual event. It is, in fact, considered real either way. This is one of the qualities of visualization, so utilize it in a positive way. Mark Twain once said, I've been through some terrible things in my life, some of which actually happened. Focusing on your problems creates a ripple effect, magnifying the experience in your mind. Focus on your solutions, not your problems. Solution-oriented individuals learn from these experiences rather than focus on them. The things you can do something about put your heart into solving or resolving. The things you can't do anything about, let go of. Focus on what you want, not on what you don't want. Be solution-oriented and succeed more and more at everything you do. When the COVID-19 pandemic began... It stopped many of us dead in our tracks. It affected many people very differently. Some actually had to work harder. Some lost their positions. Some lost their businesses. Some had to work remotely, but it sucked for all of us, and all of us were affected. I remember when I received my notice from the university, where I've taught since 1992 as a contracted educator. They told me that all classes were canceled immediately and that I was not allowed to return to campus. I sat and thought very hard about what this meant for me and my teaching and coaching career. Then I laid out a bubble map, what I had and what I didn't have opportunity-wise, and I asked myself some very, very hard questions. Then I asked myself, if at all possible, What might actually be good about this situation? Not an easy question. I always have projects that I want to accomplish, yet I have trouble allotting time for these special projects. 
Well, this gap in my teaching schedule certainly allowed me this opportunity. If I took the initiative to utilize my time effectively to develop some of these. This MindCast program is one of those special projects. Some people utilize that time to binge watch TV. Some wallowed in their self-pity. Some focused on the fear of the virus. But some people saw the change in their normal schedule as an opportunity to shift their focus by reframing the situation in a productive way. I realized that I could not teach in person the way I had in past years. I had to change the way I was able to impact people. So I began to record dozens of hours of instructional videos with me teaching. I then built a subscription website for my students and others to improve their knowledge of a martial art that I have taught for over 30 years so they could work out at home and help balance some of the stress that they were experiencing and helping them stay healthy. This began the realization of ThaiBoxingUniversity.com, which now has members worldwide. I bought this domain name several years ago with a vision of eventually being able to provide Muay Thai students with the largest video learning resource in the world. Whatever you fear is teaching you how to find courage to overcome that fear. Maybe you're just focusing on the wrong thing. Using reframing to focus and direct your emotions into a positive mindset creates an opportunity for dramatic change. And it motivates you to continue to strive towards reaching your goals. The challenge that many have is that they look into the future and project their current failure. So instead of feeling despondent about only their current result, they project it into the future to include all future results. An internal dialogue in this frame of mind might go something like this. I messed up here. I've done it before. I can't believe I keep doing this. I'll never get anywhere. I don't even know why I bother. Why can't I change this? Okay, so the question you can ask yourself instead of why can't I change this, a better question is how can I change this? By changing the question, you change the possibilities for a different answer. This immediately changes your mindset from problem-focused to solution-oriented. I love this quote by hockey great Wayne Gretzky. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. One objective of reframing is to limit the emotion of failure, which may include feelings of guilt, frustration, apprehension, and dejection to the present experience only so this negative emotion is not projected in the future. The other objective is to change the meaning of the current experience from a negative, disempowering one into a positive, empowering one. From a feeling of, I can't believe I screwed up so badly, to, well, I just learned what not to do in that situation. Using reframing to focus and direct your emotions 
into a positive change creates a winning mindset and motivates you to continue to strive toward reaching your goals. I have a mantra for this. If it's to be, it's up to me. Make this a core belief in your life. I was recently the victim of a vehicle break-in. Someone ransacked my car in my own driveway. When I noticed that there was no damage to my vehicle and acknowledged what had been taken, my first response was to take responsibility for not locking my car and securing the contents. I mentioned this to a neighbor because I thought it was important for them to know that there was a thief in our neighborhood checking car doors late at night. I mentioned something like, uh, it's my own fault. I didn't lock my door. I thought I did, but I guess I neglected to be sure. My neighbor said, what are you talking about? They're the ones that ripped you off. Here's the problem with having this outlook. By having this attitude, you're shifting responsibility and becoming the victim. makes you feel disempowered. Empowerment comes from taking the steps that are necessary to change the outcome or future outcomes. In order to do this, I must accept responsibility for my part in the experience and my actions and then make changes to ensure a better outcome in the future. Many times we will dwell on the problem and by becoming problem focused, want it to go away or go back to the way it was. This is not reality based thinking. Once we are convinced something has changed and cannot be reversed, it is a great opportunity to see what solutions we can use for a different outcome by becoming solution-oriented and finding our connected opportunities. If we look deep within, we can find the strength inside us to enhance our life and the lives of others in our circle of influence in a positive way. Start with a small change in the way you interact. It may be in just a small gesture, something we say to someone to change their outlook, to reframe their reality, or help them to find that strength inside themselves. So whatever happens to you in your life, take responsibility for your actions and your responses and learn from that outcome. If you don't like what's happened, take control towards changing the outcome. Believe me, you will have bad days. Times when you start to lose it. When you do, don't worry. Just try to be more conscious and view it as a learning opportunity. Remember, life is a process. As we practice principles of personal development, we will continue to improve and evolve in our life. Thank you. This is Kevin Seaman. I look forward to sharing my next Mindcast with you. Until next time, remember, the meaning we give to any experience is shaped by the lens or filter through which we perceive it. To change your experience, reframe it. Until next time, this is Kevin Seaman, and this is Mindcast.